0: Let's define win: a podcast for everyday horse enthusiasts to laugh, commiserate, and learn that life is all about how you define wins. All right, folks, so we are back episode 18, week 18. And um, you know i'm I'm not even sure what we're going to talk about, so, Maddie, you want to just <laughs> spearhead that
1: for me? So let's see if going to talk politics. Of course, politics. Okay. (laughs) I got a little nervous there. (laughs) So, okay, so I'll paint, I'll paint a scenario and then we'll see like where, where we think this takes us. Okay. So say you're at like a world show or a level one champion or something like that, or championships or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. You're at like a Congress or something like that. And like you're going to do the showmanship, right? It could be a couple different things, but we'll start with the showmanship. And, you know, you're standing out there and, you know, say you're ready to go and do your pattern. And as you're about to go, you see, you know, this other exhibitor that is pretty well known. Um, You know, they've won a couple others. They're they're with a certain trainer that, like, is known for having really good clients for showmanship. Mm -hmm. The horse is really well known for showmanship and all that stuff. And so, like, my question is, like, before you even get in the arena like, does having that association with that trainer or that horse or that exhibitor um, already put you behind the eight ball, right? Like, the judges, I'm sure, are going to know who this is, like, if they're, like, up to speed on anything and, like, the styles and trends and all that. Mm-hmm. But can you still – are those of us that aren't with that top trainer or have already won multiple championships, do the rest of us stand a chance to do that, even without – you know, one of the one, two, three, whatever top trainers that you hear mo- the most about, or I guess even backing up, or like, do you ever find yourself like saying, "Oh, like for Western pressure, like oh, so and so is riding that horse, like they always win this class, or they're mm-hmm. always like top three, like there's yeah. no point, or like yeah. don't don't expect to win. We already know who the winners are." Yeah. Yeah, I I do find myself.
0: Kind of associating certain classes with certain trainers and certain exhibitors, for like my own sake, I want to say like no, like you always have a chance to win. If, right, if like, right. you're not, you know, whoever. it's just hard work and determination. Yeah, it, and you it, know, and it's so hard going into, especially if you don't have this top trainer, or if like you don't have a trainer at all, or whatever it mm-hmm. is, and like whatever you do is completely fine. You know, like it's okay to have a trainer. It's okay to not have a trainer. It's okay to be a heifer, you know, like it's, it's whatever you want to do is completely fine. But like, I don't want to be naive and say, you know, because of what, what you said earlier, the judges know what yep. clients are with what trainers mm-hmm. and, you know, half the time you can see into the practice pen from where the judges are standing. And it's like, okay, you know, so the judges can see, you know, or they can just tell up, whatever. Yeah, Yeah, you know, like, or like someone's stop, you know, so it's like, it is hard to go in and not have preconceived notions. And I mean, any judge will tell you that, like, they... Mm-hmm. are aware. Like, they're not dumb. Um, and, you know, obviously, they're paid to be as unbiased as, unbiased possible. as possible. But it, it probably is hard, you know what I mean? Especially, like, if they just like that style
1: mm-hmm. and, you know,
0: whatever. Like, you're supposed to reward the things that you, you'd like to see. Um, but I guess, like, back to your question, like, I do think it's possible to win without having the top main brand trainer. Um, but I think you're going to have to work harder and you're going to have to, you know, put in more practice time and sacrifice more and hold on more shows and, like, really work harder at perfecting your craft because you don't have the quote-unquote politics on your side. Yeah. which I mean, that sucks that that's what, that's kind of what it comes down to, but... It is. I mean like in sports, it comes down to who got the most points. You know, like who mm-hmm. made the most baskets. And the person who wins on the card has the most points, but it's
1: kind of like subjectiveness of Raphae. It really honestly. is. It really is. And it's again, like it sucks, but I think I think we're missing like like, whatever, I don't think we, like, really have, like, a certain exhibitor and trainer that we talk about when we say, like, name brand and, like, Mm -hmm. top, but, like, this person shows up with their trainer, right, and they go out, they have to go out and absolutely just ace this pattern to, like, be in the top. I don't think there's gonna be, like, the politics if this person goes out and just shits the bed and forgets the pattern. Right. That's gonna be pretty obvious, and, like, like, I've heard judges say, like, you can't, like, what, what you score on a card is kind of, like, a little bit of your reputation almost too. So like mm-hmm. you you can't put someone who like forgets the pattern on there or else you're gonna be like, that judge doesn't know jack about shit. Yeah. Yeah. But well so like, like it assumes like everyone's already up there, right? Like when we yeah. talk about like it comes down to like the subjectiveness and like the politics. Yeah. It assumes that everyone is already competing at that hundred percent or that hundred and ten percent level. Right. Yeah, I agree.
0: Well and like I've heard judges say before too, like, you know in order to get hired back, I have to spread the love. Like, I can't pick one horse all weekend long. And it's, like, oh, okay, that's kind of, yeah, abrupt, maybe, but, like, or, like, very, very honest. But it's, like, I don't know, kind of made me feel better. I was, like, yeah. okay, cool. <laughs> like, I might get my name called then. But, yeah,
1: like, As long as you spread the love my way. Yeah, as
0: long as you like me, that's cool. But it's like, you know, you're right. The top, if you're at the very, very top, you still have to go out there and put on a very good performance, you Mm -hmm. know? Like, Mm -hmm. you can't go out there and just, like, lope when you're supposed to be walking. Lead from the right
1: side of the horse. Yeah, like, lead, (laughs)
0: lead on the absolute wrong side of the horse and just... Like stop and pick out their hooves halfway through, <laughs> right, maybe. Right.
1: Like, maybe stop and take a breather halfway through the pattern. I'm disconnected know. from the horse. Like you can't like. <laughs> and I think, you know, what probably makes these top trainers so good, or you know, so highly sought after and so well known, whatever, however you want to phrase it, is like they just, you know, they have rep- like they keep coming back time and time again with like high quality stuff. Yeah. Right, and I think like you know, you may say, like, oh, so-and-so is likely going to, you know, they've won it for the past however many years, or, Mm -hmm. you know, they always have really nice pleasure horses or whatever, and I think part of that is because, like, once a trainer is, like, known for something, like, people are going to come, people are going to flock, they're going to send nice horses there, once you have money, like, money just keeps coming. Yeah. Like, it's not like, oh, so-and-so wins it every time. It's like, yeah, they might win it every time, but, like, they've got, like, expensive clients that, like, come and show up and, like, pay for all this stuff, you know, which is, like, you know, you can still be, like, really good and not pay for all that stuff, but, like, Mm -hmm. you got to work way harder to, like, make up for thousands of dollars.
0: No, I agree, and it's, like, you know, and there's, there are some trainers that you're, like, all right, like, that's the trail guy, like, if you want your horse to be finished in the Mm -hmm. trail, like, Mm -hmm. you send them to him, or, you know, like, this gal is really good at getting them started in the showmanship, or, you know, like, whatever it is, like, people start getting reputations for what they're good at and by, like, being super selective in their clients or, like, being very honest with their clients. Like, yeah, you know, they've had the horse for two months and they're like, yeah, this horse is never gonna cross a log without <laughs> blistering it. You know what I mean? Like, this horse is never going to do it. You know, like, and I think once you have that reputation, people are gonna be like, oh, okay, thanks for letting me know. You yeah. know, like, yeah. And so I think that's how you continue to do all those in those, in those events. Like, you bring the horses that have the quality, to, yeah, you know? Yeah.
1: Well, I think you said super selective, too. Like, you get people knocking on your door, you can start turning down, like, people, too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I just don't have time. Or, like, you know, eventually you build out, like, a program and you've got, like, assistant trainers and all sorts of stuff, Yeah.
0: Too.
1: Right, but, like, I think people will sometimes chalk up, like, oh, it's politics. They always win sure, but, you know, they also have, like, just really nice horses consistently over, like, however many Mm -hmm. years. Yeah.
0: Well, and, like, once you, like, we talked about this last week or the week before, you know, like, once you have a certain, like, sector of clientele, and once you've, like, proven that you can churn out these results, people are going to continue to come to you, you know what I mean? And, like, the clients are going to continue to want to invest in your program and you know like mm-hmm. you kind of have some stability there. And like I don't think that's wrong. You know what I mean? Like I think that's really exciting when trainers get established and kind of like you know get their they get a program. Yeah. Like they get their program, they get their niche, their niche, whatever it's called and
1: you know, like that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Coming from the side of anyone who doesn't have a top tier trainer, right? Mm-hmm. It's important to understand. I think I think it's unfair to yourself to always chalk it up to politics. Yeah. Um, because you know, then you don't wanna necessarily want to participate or mm-hmm. you don't think you have a shot. And you know <laughs> the only shows I've like ever regretted going to are like the ones I don't go to or
0: like yeah. the classes
1: I've entered in. Mm-hmm you know, usually I can chalk it up to a learning experience or something, but, like, not, I think not letting the politics get to you, and, like, just understanding that, you know, maybe you're not going to necessarily win, but, like, understanding the fact that, like, being fourth or fifth or, you know, behind so-and-so, whoever, you know, they've won however many championships or whatever is important. I was watching that, I
0: don't remember what, it was a video from the World Show this year, and I was kind of, like, wow, that was super embarrassing. Like, I only got off the wall twice or, so like, whatever it mm-hmm. was. And then I was, like, watching the top ten go out. And I was, like, that person's won this class, you know, the past, like, six years. And, like, that yes. person, you know what I mean? Like, I was, like, to see the talent and to see, like, the work that goes into being the top, like, I don't want to say, like, I felt honored to be beaten by them. Yeah. But I was, like, okay you know what I mean like it was like a good like gut check and like a good like reality check like no the judges weren't being unfair to me like there was just some incredible talent in that pen yeah, you know yeah. like
1: just happy to be here
0: <laughs> just happy to be here I mean would have loved if I would have been standing in the stands watching that happen. <laughs> and not standing here with my
1: ass against the yeah. wall <laughs> On the bright side, especially in Tulsa, like, they heat that building really nicely. <laughs> so it's not like you and your horse are just standing up against a cold spin wall. It's yeah. Fun. You know, it's like... It's, a, it's welcoming. It's a welcoming home that, you know, you're really looking for. Yeah.
0: You know, it's like... It's almost... Like, you know, like, you're so cold out in the practice pen, and then you come and you trot down the center line, and you're, <laughs> you're like, brittle. yeah, and you're like, oh my god, and, like, your eyes start to water, and your nose starts to run, like, you're like, yeah. how can I possibly do well if I have snot yeah. running down my face?
1: What are, do you have any times that you've, like, thought, like, I'm, I'm like, just, just happy to be here, I'm just happy to be here?
0: uh uh-huh. pretty much all of Pinot World 2020 <laughs> <laughs> was that feeling for me, um, except for when I mess up in showmanship I was would have been Let's happier. Go home. I would have been happier literally in like
1: anywhere in the world yeah. <laughs> it's like- I feel like I say it when I'm, ban- like, I'll, I'll ban my own, whether or not I should be is questionable, oh, yeah. but, like, yeah. I'll ban my own, at like, local shows. Mm-hmm. It's basically until, <laughs> until the trainer I have at the time goes, no, no, like, it's you're done banning, ha- you're gonna hire someone out now, your cheap self is gonna hire someone for this show, and I was like, okay, fine, but, um... It's usually around, like, 10 or 11 o'clock where it takes me, like, an hour. hour oh, my and God, you're, you're a slow bander. I so you're a slow bander. because <laughs> my horse is so big. <laughs> Something <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just really slow. I've gotten faster. I've been wanting to practice, but, like, it's so cold right now that I just am not about to lose a finger for some banding practice.
0: Banding is deceiving to me, you know? So, like, I'll get them washed, whatever, and I'm like, all right, you know – it's going to take me half an hour to band his mane, and I'll start, and, like, up at the front, it's thinner, so you're, like, you can mm-hmm. get ten bands in, and, like, you're, like, oh, cool, and then you look, and, like, shit, it's been 20 minutes, like, I was gonna what? I an hour later. Like- yeah, and <laughs> like, wait, what? And then, yeah. like, you start getting bigger, and then you're, like, okay, now these look bad, so you have to go back and fix yeah. them, and
1: it's... All of a sudden, you're doing pigtails,
0: or, like, <laughs> Dory's
1: mane will change halfway, <laughs> and it looks like Toby's does, too. I don't know, do you change colors? When you band or do you just it might be so small that it doesn't matter
0: yeah he has like a couple little like
1: brown specks and yeah. i have to keep a white yeah there. i do so like dory's like head is black yeah so like i'll do that black because i don't want like white on that especially yeah. being that it's her head
0: yeah
1: um well then like then if if she moves her neck a exactly lot, like, it's so much more obvious yeah, yeah. And so, like, I'll, but, like, sometimes I'll get, like, halfway down the neck that's white and I'll be still on black and I'll be, like, son of a gun. Like, well, guess we're wearing black this week. Yeah. Yeah. I've never gotten bold enough where I could do, like, the opposite color. Mm
0: -mm.
1: Um, I don't think I really ever will. Yeah, I just, I I don't think I'll have a horse that
0: is nice enough necked ever. Or, like, have a horse that has, like. I used to do that with Murphy. Like I used to put white in his mane, and he had black because, mm-hmm. like, his neck was like as stable as they come, so mm-hmm. it looked cool. Mm-hmm. But I was always like, felt
1: like a douche.
0: I don't know why. Yeah, okay, I yeah. always did. Well, sometimes like, it
1: looks like super like tool. Like, yeah, Brad's out banding his horse's mane. Yeah, and I'm just like, ah, frat, frat. I wonder if frat boys were to band, they would do the opposite colored bands.
0: Yeah that's, I'm, I'm convinced.
1: An issue. Yeah, I agree. They're the ones that were, like, the, oh, these pit Viper. I'm, I've just, like, thrown, like, four different, like, very different groups. Yeah, that, that was wild. Pit vipers oh. and frat boys are the ones that, yikes.
0: <clears throat> I, um, did you ever go through the, the fate? You probably did it. Of putting, like, colored bands, like, pink or purple or red bands. No. Well, I did once before H. Yeah, like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, every week for, like, horse practice, this is back when I had the pony, I would, like, braid his mane with different colored, like, rubber bands. When did you stop being such a (laughs) go-getter? Probably after that first summer. (laughs) But, yeah, like, I thought it was so cool to, like, put, like red in his mane or whatever and then match my saddle pad to it like yeah it was it was pretty cool back in the day
1: yeah pretty freaking cool i would i would like to take some time this week to send a couple apologies to people in the industry (laughs) for my behavior um that being said i've seen people worse than me but still i can't i can't rationalize it i'd like to start off With the office personnel at any show I have ever attended where I sit there and go line by line to understand my bill, um, because I really don't think it can get that high, but it always seems to, and I get that it's automated and not their actual mathing skills, but I'm still going to sit there and do it every time.
0: No, I totally get that, like, I always try to act really casual about it, like, I'll get my bill and it'll be at like a weekend show. So I'm like, all right, you know, we did some breed classes. We won some money back. Like this is going to be easy weekend, you know, no problems there. And then you look at it and you're like, oh, what? And you're like looking and then they're like, oh, double check and make sure all your classes, you know, wearing up correctly and whatever. And you're like going through and you're like, oh, there's got to be a mistake. Got to be a mistake. And then you're on like page three and still no mistake. And you're like, oh my God, okay. Here comes the time to like fork over my credit card number and yeah. cry a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, and like the worst part is, is it's, it can be like four or five line, like like one line can be like three bucks or something like that, right? Yeah. You go through like each single, item <clears throat> and you're like, oh man. And you're like, there's you're looking at it and you're like three bucks. All right, okay, and like you know whatever five, ten, fifteen, no yeah. way, no way it totals this up. And like you're getting closer to the bound, you're like. Mm. they're not far off and you get like you're on the next page Mm, wow we're getting (laughs) closer and then you're like you've got like page three or three you're about to and you're like you know what yeah like if it's not that it's going to be higher so yep go for it yeah
0: have you ever noticed a discrepancy and your bill was like lower than it should have been did you like did you fess up or not i did you did? did oh i'm proud of you thanks There's uh it's only happened to me one time and I was kind of quiet about it as I was like mulling over like do I say something or not? And then the office lady caught it and she was like, Oh wait, 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 that rang up as you know sixty-five dollars and it should have been 75. And I was like, Yep, yep, you're correct. (laughs) Yep, good catch, good catch, Kim. That's great.
1: I think, I think one of mine came from, like, I added a class at the gate or something so it didn't get all the way transferred through or something like that, Mm -hmm. and I was, like, trying to, like, the printed off sheet had, like, your placings and stuff, and I was trying to figure out what my placings were going to be, and I was, like, where's my, and I got, like, halfway through the question, and I realized that, like, they didn't add the class on there, and I was, like, and I regretted it, but I fessed up not sure I'll do it again I'll probably do it again I can get guilted I guilt myself
0: yeah and I always think like oh gosh you know what if what if they catch it after I leave and then they just like no, I was dishonest or whatever like maybe they think I was dumb and can't add
1: like I don't know which ones were yeah yeah I think something else that I've done a couple times at the office I'll definitely like walk over there. There's been, okay, it's been multiple times at various offices, so I can no longer say it is my fault, but I have gotten, I've gotten, like, my class number mixed up, Mm -hmm. and I will storm over there. I'll be like, who, who messed this up or whatever? Hand me, like, my handwritten sheet that I, like, submitted everything on, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I was afraid this was gonna happen. Didn't that happen to you at the world show this year? Yeah, it did. Like, you
0: got signed up to be in, like, the amateur discipline rail or something. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and I hadn't, like, shown it, like, in two years. And yeah. I somehow signed myself up for that, but yeah, it was, I was able to get a change, so. No,
0: I, yeah, I've had those issues, or, like, I've been in the wrong class, and I was, like, or, you know, whatever, like, they are calling me for the wrong class down at the gate, and I was, like, Oh, let me go fix it at the office. And I walked up there and I was like, it's fine. You know, mistakes happen. And they're like, well, it was your mistake. So I was <laughs> yeah, like,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was just pumping myself up for that. Thanks.
1: <laughs> yeah. So apologies to any office personnel, previous or future, because I'm sure it's gonna happen again. Yeah. Office staff do not get paid enough.
0: Like, I'll just put that out there. Because yeah. <laughs> they deal with so much at every show.
1: Is there anyone you need to toss on this apology shout out list to?
0: Um, you know, I definitely need to. And I've, I will say like, I have some reasons for being, cutting it close to classes, especially at the shows that like, I'm on the board of, because I'm, because t- a lot of times like I'm doing something or whatever, and I won't realize that, like, I'll know there's three classes before my class. But I won't realize one of those classes only has like a horse in it or you know whatever so they're like combining it so there's a lot of times they're holding the gate for me and they're yelling my name and I'm just like not even on my horse yet you know doing doing my thing so many apologies for that and probably a lot of apologies I didn't really understand like spacing in showmanship for the longest time you know, like, so I've definitely gotten very close to some ring stewards when trotting up there, and I mean, Toby's a big dude, so sometimes they, like, yeah, yeah, so many apologies for all the people who um, thought they were going to get run over by me. That's never my intention, but sometimes it's,
1: it's like, it's like splitting hairs, (laughs) right? They're, like, all right, Angela and Toby are coming in. If we could put up one of those construction barricades. <laughs> Someone get the forklift in here. Let's teach this lady some spacing yeah. in the hard way, because that's apparently how she needs to learn it. Tried <laughs> a nice way. She didn't pick up on it. This is the same girl that can't add in the office. She's got some issues. Let's just help her out. Yeah, yeah. No. I think another person I need a shout out to is anyone who does like stalls or like reservations or is kind of like the point person for like a show, I don't know how many times I feel like I ask silly questions. Um, And then I hear that people ask sillier questions than I do. So I've, you know, like, am I, will I be able to cross tie there? How big are the stalls? Will, you know, yada, 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 Mm
0: -hmm. yada,
1: yada, whatever that cool song is nowadays, but, like, there's a lot of questions that can potentially be asked, and I feel like I ask some of them.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely have a lot of respect for anyone who has anything to do with putting on a horse show, because it is, like, a full-time job that you're not paid for, and you didn't really know what you are getting for when you signed up, but, yeah, no a lot of respect for those people.
1: Yeah, and I, I don't know how many times, like, I'll fill out, like, the PDFs on my laptop, and it won't, like, save the edits, I guess, or something like that, and I'll send the PDF, like, just, like, the blank PDF with, like, underscore Maddie Rogers for the weekend, right, and they'll be, like, Maddie, could you, could you fill this out, please? They say it nicer than that, obviously, right, because they haven't met me, but, by like, by time three, they're, like, Maddie, could you fill this out and, like, actually, like, Give us the information, please. Do you want like one stall or ten stalls? And I was like, yeah,
0: like "Can can you can you help us out here? You know,
1: it's all we're asking. Very little." little. The last person, Maddie. Then, yeah, is there anyone else we need to thank or apologize to? Mm-hmm. I suppose it's synonymous in our cases. You know,
0: there was a time, and this was this was more back in like my rodeo days, but really need to. Thank the ran- And it was typically the rodeo moms. It was very few of the rodeo dads where I would like get my trailer stuck somewhere or like, <laughs> I mean, I was pretty young at this time and, you know, would just kind of wing it or, you know, really, really felt like I knew what I was doing and just didn't admit that I didn't know what I was doing and had to send out the bat signals for some rodeo mom to come save me um that that was always very well appreciated and i've I've been witness a time or two to that happening at horse shows and you just it's just cool to see all the people who are like oh i've done that and you know just step in and
1: save the day yeah you'll, you'll do something like embarrassing and someone will be like oh yeah like happens to all of us and you're like does it really though and they're like yeah no it happened and then they like tell you about a time they just don't tell you that it happened about 20 years ago and only once to them.
0: <laughs> you know what a good one is though? Like, shout out to the hardiness of my clothing. Because you know
1: things the elastic that just keeps on hanging after all the years.
0: I know. Like it's a little deceiving because you put something on, you're like, all right, I still fit in this, no problem. And so you kind of just let life happen a little bit. And then you put it on, you're like, ooh, it's a little tight, but I still fit in it. So really thankful for elastic. (laughs) Yeah. really. I'm really thankful um, for, and I've only been showing the English classes like the past few years. So I'm sure I don't even have like the nicest breeches, but like super thankful for the really thin breeches that still like, hold you in and look good but they're like you can still feel a breeze like game changers game changers
1: i would not be big on the breeze myself i like to feel not exposed for sure (laughs) but i mean all about the holding you in and freedom
0: yeah you know it's just tell you in like july and august you're just like is this is the worst day of my life every time you have to be wearing breeches so it's the breeze is welcomed
1: yeah (laughs) i've got like i've got some like black like jegging high-waisted things that i wear under my black chaps and it's always a ton of manhandling on those things and i'm like there's no way they can go up any higher there's no way they can do whatever whatever and you know they always we always step up right when you need them. So yeah. thank you to the elastic
0: and those bad boys too. You know, um, thank you to Hobby Horse for making that el- elastic band and chaps like oh yeah, um, a staple, a standard, you know? Because a lot of times, you know, I'll wear like leggings or jeggings or whatever under my chaps. But at the World Show, I thought it'd be a great idea to wear my black Kym's jeans and just, you know, slap my, slap my chaps over them, cool. and without that elastic, I would have lost a leg. Like, I would not have been able to move, much less ride, much less, you know, again, walk on two legs, because it was a little, uh, a little tight, and a little, a lot uncomfortable. Yeah.
1: Ooh,
0: Thanks to the elastic.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are nice. I have a pair that was like, <laughs> had the elastic, and that was so nice to, like, get yourself into. People like, do you need help? Do you need help? And I was like, like no, no, no I I've got it.
0: No, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm obviously thankful during that aspect, too, because we, we've we talked about that, you know? I mean, thank you to the people who are so willing to get all up in my business to zip me into my chaps. <laughs> Yeah. But really thankful that I have a pair of chats with elastic in them, so I typically don't need help.
1: Oh, that's something else. Not necessarily a person or an item, but something I am very thankful for is expedited shipping in the horse industry. I don't know how many things, oh, hey, I don't have this and it's Thursday and I leave for your show tomorrow. Well, thank goodness for expedited shipping. Usually, hopefully, it's not that bad because that shipping is pricey. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, a week ahead of time, you know, you don't have, like, whatever, and you can't find it somewhere or anything. So, I don't yeah. know how many times I've used the fast shipping option.
0: Yeah, I, I probably used it at least four times in the last show season, and I think I only went to six shows so that so that tells you um yeah also thankful for the parent or sibling or friend or person who you kind of know who you know is driving by your house who has left for the horse show after you that you can call and be like hey i forgot my boots or i forgot whatever it is can you please stop at my house Um, just, just let yourself in and they should be on the porch, but maybe they're in the kitchen. Last place you can look is upstairs in my closet under a pile of clothes. Like probably
1: that's where they're at. So, so start there. Yeah. And it's just my dirty laundry. I did laundry last (laughs) week, so it's not that nasty yet. It's fine. I know. So thankful for the people who are like, oh yeah, sure. I'll stop and get whatever
0: you left behind, you know? At least I don't leave the horse behind. Like I have I never had that issue, but I I do leave other
1: important things behind quite frequently. <laughs> so you're you are you are at the show, your friends at the show, your friend finally got you that that item from underneath your dirty laundry in your closet on the third floor. Mm-hmm. And you're stalled next to someone. Who is the absolute worst person to stall next to? I'll start. <laughs> okay. One time, one time I was, I am a lady, I use, like, the bathroom when I go, I use the restroom when I go to the bathroom, okay? So maybe everyone kind of knows where this is going, but so I am in the stall with Dory. Like, like, anyone should, like, there's no reason why you, like, I'm getting Dory ready, I'm brushing her out or something, someone was already in the aisle. And I, like, turn around and, like, look at the horse across the way, because he's, like, I don't know, doing something obnoxious on the stall, and I turn, and I see, like, a random stream of something, and I'm like, what, and I realize it is some other, it is some dude going to the bathroom in the stall next to Dory. I was like, I didn't sign up for this, and even, like, I, in fact, I signed up for the exact opposite of this, and that is my friend, that, my friends, is the worst person you could solve. I mean, not really, but, like, at the same time, uh, I,
0: I've experienced that a time or two and it's always a little bit like, okay, a horse show and a free show. Great. <laughs> not what I want, not what I bargain for. Um,
1: yeah, they don't call it pay-per-view for nothing.
0: It kind of drives me nuts when you're stalled by someone. And granted, they're usually super kind about it, but the person who brings like so much just extra stuff and they have it and it's kind of like overflowing in their stall area and so you're constantly having to like walk around their things or pick up and move their chairs so you can get your horse out of the stall or mm-hmm. you know be mindful of where you're throwing your hay bags because their potluck is set up <laughs> side of your stall.
1: You hate to get hanging their chicken tacos.
0: I know well yeah, so right,
1: so.
0: has been known to shove his nose in a crock pot of, I think it was taco meat. And I was like, well, you know, maybe you should have put it right in front of the stall. Like, I'm very <laughs> sorry. But and maybe let's keep the lid it's on making it. Next time. Point.
1: Yeah, like
0: he's making his point. And I've never seen that person have a crock pot of taco meat sitting out of her again. <laughs> very sorry but yeah the people who just like and I mean I get it horse shows are stressful and you want to have your stuff easily accessible but it it gets accessible gets too excessive really quickly
1: that's I like that that's a good saying um okay you said like horse shows can be stressful I think someone who would be really difficult for me to be next to is, like, someone who's just, like, in the hallway crying the whole time.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, once or twice, I get it, but, like, if you're sitting in your camp chair, and it's just constant the whole weekend, <laughs> just crying. it's gonna rub off on me, man. Yeah,
0: I, I, maybe I'm what you would call emotionally stunted, I don't know, but, like, I just don't know how to handle, I mean, like, if someone really close to me is crying, actually, no, if someone really, I don't know how to handle people crying, like, if you started crying, I would probably, I, I walk away, I don't know, like, it's not that I don't love
1: you, like, I don't know, I don't know, I would probably be like,
0: what, what do you,
1: it's okay, that's literally
0: all I would have to offer, yeah, like, it's, it's cool, like, maybe going for the hug, if, like, the moment felt like it was absolutely necessary, but, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what to do when people are crying. So I would, yeah, I would have an, I would have a hard time with that.
1: Like, am I supposed to take on that that energy, or do you want me to bring like happiness? Like, I don't know what people are looking for me in that situation. Being your stall neighbor, exactly. Well, uh, like, like same time. So let's flip that around. I think another group that might be really hard to be next to is the exclusive party goers, where like they are just having. A, party the full-time, and, like, you're clearly not, like, allowed in. <laughs> Whether that's your just preconceived notion, or, like, they're clearly giving off those vibes. Yeah. They're you know, out there, like, mixing margs and, like, the, the strainers and shit, and they're just... You're like, oh, sorry. Yeah, I've,
0: I've been, like, awkwardly in the middle of two groups like that before, and they were just having a great time, and I was, you know, glad they were having a good time, but it got to the point where it was, like, almost uncomfortable, and,
1: like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, sorry. <laughs> hey, sorry. Yeah. Why didn't you guys ask to be next to each other? <laughs> yeah, i kidding. Yeah, so essentially, if you're gonna have a fiesta, you better invite us, if okay. you're next to us. Exactly. Or Toby is going to invite us, and he's going to find the chicken tacos.
0: Yeah, Toby is going to help himself, and you're not going to want to eat after he does.
1: <laughs> he's going to inhale, and he's going to exhale it right back out into the crack pot. So better invite us the first time. All right, everyone. I hope your chicken tacos and other potluck recipes are being dialed in because show season is just around the corner. Make sure you guys are following us on Instagram and Facebook, both at Let's Define Win to make sure you guys know what's going on and are up to date and staying in the know for all things Let's Define Win. Thanks for listening and have a great week.
0: All right, so we are at the end. Um, you know, this this one took kind of a wild ride. We started with politics, we went to apologies, talked about all the awkward times that, you know, Toby's eaten someone's taco at a horse show. Um and you know, I'm I'm pretty proud with how we ended out. I think I think it was good. I think we covered a lot. Um, as always, you know, we really appreciate your guys' support, and we're really loving making this podcast. Um, so we would love for you guys to like, comment, subscribe, share with us what you want to be hearing more of, maybe what you want to be hearing less of. Um, if there's anything you guys want our <laughs> never-ending wisdom on, feel free to hit us up. Um, you know, follow us on Instagram at Let's Define Win. We're also on Facebook and we're anywhere that you find your podcasting needs. So uh, until next time, keep on keeping on, buds. Thanks.